In breaking news, the ACCC just woke up. Amazing. Plus, they've invited Mazda to a public ankle-grabbing contest. Yes. Act now, because front-row seats to this baby are certain to sell out fast. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands of their next new cars. Hit me up on the website for that. So I got this yesterday, okay, from a typical no-named troll dickhead. Upliftingly enough. Hey, I'm out you do a video on Mazda and ACCC, or are Mazda paying you to keep quiet? I could, of course, offer you all the verbal assurances under the sun that I still do not accept funding from car makers, which would be absolutely true. But I think we might let this report speak for itself. It's going to be definitive here. The ACCC has decided to sue Mazda Australia Dickheads Proprietary Limited for alleged breaches of consumer law and behaving like unprincipled cocks generally in relation to customer support. Apparently, the ACCC has assembled a conga line of disgruntled customers. I think they call them, uh, I don't know, witnesses now. They stretch over the horizon back to 2013. And the watchdog says Mazda dickheads could not fix the problems or fob them off to case managers who were completely ineffective, lied about the severity of faults and told the affected owners they were not entitled to refunds, which is such bullshit, but pretty typical for the Schittsvillian automobile industry. We allege that Mazda repeatedly refused to provide a refund or a replacement at no cost to the consumers and pressured them to accept lesser offers which were made by Mazda only after multiple failures of the vehicles and repeated attempted repairs. And this is the behaviour that simply does my head in. The ACCC says in cases of protracted problems, instead of offering a refund or a free replacement vehicle, which is what the law demands, let's not forget, Mazda customers were offered less money than their cars were actually worth as a buyback, and then Mazda assholes put the owners under extreme pressure to accept their bullshit offers by claiming that those offers were short-term and final. The friggin' mafia does business this way. Zoom in zoom. If true, of course. It means those pricks at Mazda were profiteering from their own design and manufacturing deficiencies and their inability to fix those in service. Hashtag assholes. Consumers do not have to make any financial contribution to receive the remedies they are entitled to under Australian consumer law. Frankly, I think a lot of people still do not know this fundamental fact about consumer law. You don't have to kick the tin. When customers actually got fed up here and demanded a refund, Mazda Cox allegedly got in their faces and invited them to sue, which is a pretty daunting prospect for ordinary folk because in most consumer law tribunals, 
Each party bears its own legal costs. 13 points out of a possible 10. Therefore, outright corporate cockheadery exploiting the customer's systematically weaker position and intrinsic vulnerability. You complete Mazda dicks, allegedly. The ACCC remains alarmed about the barrage of issues consumers face when they attempt to exercise their consumer rights because there is a problem with a new vehicle they have purchased. I must stress here that these ACCC allegations have yet to be proved in court. And on this, just to open the window into reporting on matters such as this, I have to be very careful what I say. This is a matter before the court and I really do not want to receive a writ for contempt. Good way to put a hole in the weekend, I think you'd agree. This is the main risk that reporters face when they report on matters such as this. Courts hate commentary just as much as corporations and courts have more power. I am specifically not permitted to speculate on Mazda's guilt or innocence in relation to the ACCC's allegations, nor may I speculate about what an appropriate penalty may be. Judges really hate it when you do that. So, just for the record here, I am making no imputation whatsoever about guilt or innocence or penalties either way. I'm not a lawyer, I don't know the full facts, and we have to let the court decide. All I'm going to say on this is, it's a pretty bad look for Mazda. The ACCC's allegations are very detailed and they appear not to be fictional. I will say generally that car makers indulging in this kind of power play bullshit with customers is truly reprehensible. Negotiating away any legal entitlements such as refunds is illegal. It's also morally repugnant. The ACCC alleges that it has amassed quite a few Mazda assholery case studies. One vehicle, the ACCC says, was off the road for four incredible months out of a six-month ownership term. If a vehicle cannot be repaired within a reasonable time, or at all, consumers have a right under the Australian consumer law to a refund or replacement, and manufacturers cannot refuse these claims. The ACCC has clearly spent months to years, whatever, investigating these alleged Mazda breaches. And given the calibre and specificity of the statements made by Rod Sims, the chair of the ACCC, recently about Mazda, including one alleged incident where the punters never actually made it to their tribunal hearing, I shouldn't laugh, because their Mazda shit heap filled up with fumes en route, I mean, that's just perfect, right? This is made for satire. I mean, it doesn't even need to be satirised. It's already written. Batteries included. Whatever. There are also cars that dealers just forgot about, conveniently, for a matter of weeks. The thousands of dollars negotiated away in extortionate settlement offers, allegedly. The impression I get is that the watchdog has compiled an orgy of anti-consumer evidence against those Mazda cocks. I'm pretty certain the ACCC would have conducted a risk assessment on this and decided to proceed legally on their assessment being the balance of probability pointing to a successful prosecution because that's kind of how they roll. They're spending public money here. They generally don't sue people or businesses on a vague possibility of a maybe conviction. 
But it is all yet to be proved or dismissed, of course, in court. Of course, those Mazda dicks say they will quote-unquote vigorously defend their alleged assholery. And to be fair, they're on the back foot here and they're kind of used to dealing only with motoring journalists, which is the media engagement equivalent of a massage with a happy ending. Mazda issued a statement that is straight out of the infinitely sanitised PR bullshit playbook, in my view. Nauseatingly so, bath bag at the ready. The statement in part says Mazda Schittsville consistently exceeds its legal obligations. I'm not going to inflict it all on you, but this part in particular is brilliant and not to be missed. Mazda Australia's objective is to always provide the ultimate customer experience. Here's a pro tip for the borderline illiterate Mazda Muppet who wrote that and the similarly spasticated senior manager who approved it. Do not split the friggin' infinitive unless you are William Shatner. If you're not the Shat, it's always to provide, right? The verb is to provide, especially important if you are a communications professional allegedly. And realise, of course, that the term ultimate, ultimate customer experience, is not necessarily a good experience. Ultimate kind of cuts both ways, right? One can have an ultimate customer experience in the very, very bad domain as well. Which is positively delicious, I think you'd agree, in the context of that statement, because in a sense, the ACCC is also alleging that you Mazda twats have provided an impressive set of ultimate customer experiences indeed, only not in a good way. Perhaps I am the only person in the universe who finds this hilarious. I don't know. Let me know in the comments these Keystone Cops PR statements. I'll be using that one, I think, in my upcoming book, Retardo Speak. How to make absurd public statements guaranteed to get a run. Yes. A smorgasbord of zero lube reaming options is being laid out for the ACCC's after party if successful. These include penalties, declarations, injunctions, consumer redress, a publication order and a court order requiring the instigation of a compliance program. Of course, if there were a works burger at the You Just Fuck This Up Monumentally Milk Bar, this is pretty much what you'll be chowing down on, I'd suggest. To be fair, Mazda does some excellent work, right? The company's technical innovation in particular is excellent. That homogenous charge, compression, ignition, engine, <laughs> yes. But they are also profoundly up themselves. Every buyer, I don't know why, but they get a nauseating, lost-in-translation, Japanese cultural indoctrination lesson in every friggin' brochure. That Jinba Itai. You know, the feeling where the samurai and the horse become as one. Yes. Pretty sure it's meaningful if you grew up in Tokyo, you did jujutsu, you appreciate shibumi. But here in Shitsville... I've just never wanted to be as one with a horse. Call me old-fashioned. That's not funny. When I hear Jinba Itai, I'm just thinking up the next horse-humper joke, frankly. I'm shallow like that. Can't help it. 
That is bestiality and cultural insensitivity in the one paragraph, which I'd suggest is something of a troll two-for-one. Yes, knock yourself out in the comments below. I know you want to. I double dead dingo's donger. Dare you. Go for it. An inevitable consequence of this Mazda tech innovation, right? It's this. Teething problems in service are going to happen. Therefore, I'd suggest to you senior Mazda dickheads in Australia and Japan that dealing with these effectively simply must be part of the rollout strategy for this new innovative tech. You just have to keep customers happy. Problems happen. It's inevitable. It's how you deal with these problems that really matters. If breaking the law is part of that process, then I'd suggest you've lost the race before even getting out on the frigging grid. And unfortunately, my impression of Mazda Australia is that the products are okay, right? But the company is completely up itself. And I've said that publicly before. It's kind of how they present. Mazda is the number two car seller here, which is an anomaly compared with most other countries where Mazda is still perceived as being a bit of a dog brand. And I'm looking at you, Kanukistan and Brexit Potamia. This success here is a breeding ground, I think, for extreme corporate hubris. Vinesh Bindi. He is the current managing director of Mazda in Schittsville, a former sales dude. And while I can offer him my unmitigated support, apropos of his distinctive hairstyle, minimalist, obviously, I can relate, I am disinclined to agree with his statements about customer support excellence in light of the ACCC's allegations. The upshot here is that I sincerely think you should let Mr. Bindi know exactly what you think of the kind of conduct which the ACCC alleges Mazda Schittsville has engaged in. Don't bother with the Contact Us page on Mazda's website, okay? I have a far more cunning plan than that. <laughs> Send an email to a dude named Mark Flintoft who is the holder of the Mazda Schittsville Corporate Communications and Public Relations Poison Chalice Portfolio. It's mflintoft at mazda.com.au. Just there. M-F-L-I-N-T-O-F-T at mazda.com.au. Now, I know he's going to hate me for giving his corporate email address out, and I'm going to decline respectfully to give a shit about that, because the objective here is all that matters, and to me, that makes it fair game. Two infinitives there in that sentence earlier too, and neither of them split. Take a note. That's how you do this. If you're not the shat. So, at the risk of philosophizing on all of this, Gandhi famously said, be the change that you wish to see in the world. Be the change, right? So get off your ass and send Mr. Flintoft that email. mflintoft at mazda.com.au. Companies like Mazda are obsessed with public opinion. They're obsessed, right? Public perception is everything. And right now, that perception and that obsession is heightened. So at the risk of being all Japanese on this, which I'm sure senior management can relate to, always strike when and where your opponent is vulnerable. And hey, I'm just channeling my inner Miyamoto Musashi on this. I bet he felt a bit of Jinba Itai, but 
no obligation to comply with the Marquis of Queensbury's rules in that world. I'd suggest. So see, it's not that I don't actually get the Japanese thing. It's been kind of inflicted upon me since I was like, I don't know, 18 or something. I'm just really not that interested in embracing the culture and especially not when I'm buying a friggin' product. Hashtag Australia. One or two disgruntled emails to Mazda. Hey, no big deal. But hundreds to thousands of similarly outraged, like-minded, disappointed emails. Houston, we just had a main bus B undervolt. Doesn't look good. And you can help. The pro tip here with these emails, okay? Be polite but firm. Don't be rude. Keep it PG. Don't deploy the F or the C bombs. Don't make it personal. But convey exactly how the ACCC's allegations make you feel about Mazda and how this development is going to inform your new vehicle purchasing decisions in the foreseeable future. I'd express my view through the prism of the ACCC being something of an impartial agency which usually errs on the side of being too soft and conservative, whereas Mazda's defensive responses here seem to me entirely self-serving. In my view, you acting now can achieve more potentially in terms of customer service reform in the automotive sector than even a multi-million dollar settlement can in court. So get off your ass, or I don't care, stay on it. Just send the friggin' email mflintoft at mazda.com.au. Do it. You know you want to. I'm pretty sure they'll have a crisis meeting about that once a I don't know, critical mass of emails is forthcoming, which is exactly what we want to achieve. Be the change that you wish to see in this world. Oxygenation is the key to achieving reform in this area. Some companies are quite happy to fuck you over, they don't mind it at all, as long as they can do it in the dark and get away with it again and again and again. There are several ways you can help, therefore. You can discuss this issue as publicly as possible. And this report on social media, on your blog, in your podcast, or on your YouTube channel if you have one or more of those platforms up and running and available to you. If you'd like to see me do more of these hypercritical carmaker reports to achieve some positive change and reform where it is sorely needed. There is a secure PayPal support link in the description and your support is sincerely appreciated. But only if you can spare the cash, okay? Make it trivial. You can subscribe and hammer the bell for notifications too, so you don't miss any future uploads. That's kind of free and it certainly helps me as well. So do the comments, right? Even the nutbag ones that I enjoy reading so much. I'm still striving for more than 10% dislikes there. I just can't seem to crack that. And I blame you. And that's all I have for you today. But I will inflict myself upon you again. Guaranteed. Subject to the world not ending overnight or something. Thank you very much for watching. And send the friggin' email.